0: Hiya, chums. How you doing? Welcome to episode 17 of Tabletop Sessions. Ippo's back for this episode, and all four of us go through the games that we're most anticipating at the upcoming Essen Spiel convention. And uh, I think it's a good time. We talk about some good stuff. This whole episode's all upside down. We start with the top three, move on to the discussion, and then eventually end up at the game show of the week. I'm sure you can figure it out you're smart. If you're interested in telling stories and a group of guys guys and gals coming together and talking about um, building a world together, whether you could use that for uh, a, an RPG campaign, you could use that just to help your imagination. You can use that just as a way like as if you're reading and exploring a new fantasy world or sci-fi world or anything, alternate history world that you're that, that that you just fall into and fall in love with. If if you're interested in any of what I'm talking about, check out our sister podcast, Story Smith's Podcast. The last episode was suggested by one of their listeners, and it was basically a discussion on what would happen in a world where only the villains of all IPs exist. And I'm not going to spoil too much, but basically it's called Lex Luthorica, and it's this deep, heavy conversation about the nature of evil, <laughs> but it's fun at the same time. I think you guys would like it and I'd really appreciate it if you go check them out. Check them out on Twitter at StorySmithsCast. That's S-T-O-R-Y-S-M-I-T-H-S-C-A-S-T, StorySmithsCast. Uh, check them out on Twitter, follow them and tell them we sent you and um, just enjoy. And until that happens, we hope you really enjoy this episode 17. I'd like to take another opportunity to ask you guys to go on iTunes or on your podcast app of choice and basically review us and give us any rating you'd like and any review you'd like, because all these reviews really help us get noticed. And short of just being a part of this podcast financially or otherwise, that is the best way to help us grow. And it's worth so much. So we appreciate you listening. We love you, and um, we hope you enjoy this one. And if you're on your way to Essenspiel, have a great one. We'll miss you. No, no. All right. right. I'm going to trade you two sheep for that wood. Tell me, honey, does that sound good? Because all I really want to do Take away longest road from you, yeah. Welcome to these tabletop sessions. Welcome to the, welcome to the, welcome to to these tabletop sessions. Hello, fellow gregarious geeks and gamers. Welcome to the 17th episode of the Tabletop Sessions podcast where we talk about all things tabletop related that have been occupying the hearts and minds of this international group of gamers over the course of the last three weeks. My name is Elias, and with me this week are my top three people that I anticipate seeing every day of my life. Ipo's back. Say hi, guys.
1: Hi, guys. Dima here.
0: Hello, this is Ipo. And the is Baron. Hippo, we missed you last week. I got a lot of comments about the lack of terrible, terrible, awful jokes in the last episode. Uh, I miss you too, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, sounds like it. Thanks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you just vacationing in Greece, enjoying yourself. Exactly. I see, I see you eating Greek yogurt
2: and playing Flux with your daughter. Um, Greek yogurt with uh Greek strawberries, honey and nuts. Okay. <laughs> I mean I mean I'm not I'm not convinced that <laughs> Greek strawberries are a thing. But <laughs> that's true that's true but my mother-in-law's strawberries are a thing. They're I amazing. I believe that. I believe yes. that.
0: Okay. Well, uh good news for me and Dima, Ipo's coming to visit in 2 days. Yeah. Well, he's going to yeah. live in our house, so <laughs> How so how they, long before the before the yay turns into a uh
1: <laughs> When are you There's, leaving again? <laughs> in two days.
2: It it's gonna be a couple of nights only. So
0: And you but you're coming back after that, no?
2: Oh yes, they, yeah, Don't give anything away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you understand that all this is gonna happen before this episode comes out, right?
1: <laughs> uh, that's
0: that's <laughs> like, true. basically you'll be back by the time the episode comes out. So.
1: <laughs> surprise yeah.
0: he didn't even give us a chance to miss him <laughs> i miss him every day
2: oh. guys I, no i have I i don't know if i'm listening to a song right now am i i mean can you hear anything what? i mean no. is this a, i I can, is I, can, this, I can i can hear is some this is an Hippocratic s- corner
1: Is an Hippocratic Corner coming? Because I know this.
2: Sure, guess. why not?
0: <laughs> because, guys,
2: this week we'll be shaking things up and starting off with the top three. So, I, I want to I want to start with the Hippocratic Corner, and the Hippocratic Corner will be the top three anticipated SN 2019 games. Ooh. Well, um, we were
0: all, we were wait. supposed to go to Essen this year. Uh, we booked the hotel. Well, Ipo booked the hotel for us, everything was ready, and then I got my confirmation of uh, immigration to Canada, and so everything had to change. So,
1: wait, but you forgot to mention Ipo booked the hotel
0: and then canceled, canceled his, his credit, credit card <laughs> before canceling the hotel. Okay, birthday. that's private <laughs> information. Okay, we, we don't want any identity theft happening, but um, basically. Because I couldn't go, Dima didn't want to go. And because Dima didn't want to go, Ipo's wife didn't want to go. And because Ipo's wife didn't want to go, Ipo wasn't (laughs) allowed to go. And Ricardo and Filippo are not going because we're not going. So I'm sorry. (laughs) But.
3: uh, Yep, that's all Elias's fault.
2: (laughs) And because of all this, my best memory from Essen is still a Byron memory. Oh, Oh, yeah. Last year's Essen, baby.
3: What did I do? I was was there
2: playing the mind.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I felt Elias felt left out there. I felt really jealous
0: for a minute.
3: okay. Elias was
2: playing
0: (laughs) the mind with you, so it's kind of
1: yeah,
2: but no, but you weren't the best memory. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys remember playing my version of the mind?
0: I do with a deck of cards. When we played yours, I completely understood why people don't like the game. But when I played the actual <laughs> mind, I got it totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's not waste any more time. Let's get let's get going. Let's
2: yes, go. who wants to go first in this top three anticipated SN 2019 games?
3: Yeah, Dima. <laughs> okay, Dima. Yeah,
2: okay. go first.
1: So, uh, my number three is on the origins of species. Wow designed by Gerard Asensi and Ferran Renalius, artist Amelia Sales and the publisher Mont So you're assisting Charles Darwin during the beagle journey across the Galapagos Islands, discovering new species and researching them to improve your knowledge. I actually googled this <laughs> and turns out the beagle is the ship. Which uh, reached the Galapagos Islands on September fifteenth. The what island? G- Galapagos. What yeah. did I say?
0: Galapagos.
1: <laughs> the Galapagos <laughs> Islands on September fifteenth, eighteen thirty-five, and it took them nearly four years to get there. They set off from Plymouth, England. Basically, um... what did they
0: use Ryanair? <laughs> <laughs>
1: So basically, the visit to the Galapagos Islands was the starting point of Darwin's success. That's where he developed his theories on evolution. And he had 34 days to collect species and record his observations on the island. So in the game, you have two options, two actions that you can do. You can either research. You put two research pieces on two different species tiles on the board Uh, gaining the knowledge of air, land, and water habitats. And your other option is you can discover. So you use these habitats, like acquired knowledge that you get, to place new species tiles on the board, basically recipe fulfillment. And then this gives you victory points. And then you get evolution, character, and objective cards. And you advance the beagle on its track. So the game ends when the beagle reaches the last space on the trip leaving the archipelago through New Zealand and the players then score their points. Um, In terms of gameplay, I didn't feel like this was like a revolutionary uh, game style, but the story behind it and feeling like you're doing research along the path of Charles Darwin and um, the cards that you reveal are from his, Like discoveries and his notes, which is great. So, that's my number three, mostly for the story. It's
0: a very cool theme. Yeah. Um. Do you know why? Like, he could do that research in that archipelago, but it wasn't really. You could never. You couldn't do that research on a mainland. No. Well, think about like, if you had a common ancestry of, say, squirrels or Mm -hmm. turtles or whatever, and then the land split into two Mm -hmm. islands and there was no way for one of the populations to reach the other one, Mm -hmm. but they were so close in proximity that you knew they came from a common ancestor. Mm -hmm. And then you saw the differences that is Mm -hmm. essentially natural selection and adaptation to evolution. So
1: that's amazing. It's
0: very cool. I mean, as a person who focused on evolution on my college degree, um, this like the theme had me going all the way. And, uh, Yeah, I'd be very much down
2: to play it. Mm
1: -hmm, And
2: this is the reason we need to go to Galapagos at some point. (laughs) (laughs) And to the other, there is also one other island outside Yemen, right? That is uh, separated uh, with special species of plants and uh, animals. I mean,
0: there's a lot of archipelagos in the world. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's it's not just (laughs) two.
1: (laughs) I don't know. This is
2: amazing.
0: Yeah, it is. I, I agree.
2: What's number number two? Dima?
1: Okay, so my number two is Coloma, designed by. Coloma, no. Yeah, Coloma. What did I say? I don't know. Is
0: it Coloma? Coloma.
1: Coloma. It's Cuoma? Spanish, isn't it? Um, but it's one L in Spanish. If it's one L, it's. Still... I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so this town, <laughs> the game was designed by Johnny Pack Canton. And the artist is Miha, uh, Mihajlo Dimitrievsky. The publisher is F- Final Frontier Games. So you're in this town of Coloma, and it's the California Gold Rush of 1849, which was triggered. Basically, someone found gold, and the word spread like the plague. Can I say that?
0: Yeah, you could say that. Uh, (laughs) Some people might get mad at us on Twitter, but it's okay. Uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, uh. (laughs) 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 All right, push back. (laughs) In this game, you're a pioneer coming to get rich and make a name for yourself. You're prospecting for gold and you're going to recruit workers and rustle up horses and establish businesses. But most importantly, you need to take on other pioneers that had the same idea as you (laughs) and came to make a name for themselves and get rich. So you need to be cunning to not go bust. And I'm going to explain what going bust is in a bit. So basically the game, um, it's in it's divided in chapters um during every chapter all players have to simultaneously select an action to perform then you all reveal your actions and if the majority of players choose the same action it's a bust and it disables the boom bonus which i don't really understand now but um apparently it's it's not very good so then it's the it's, players... Coloma. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sorry, Coloma. It's Coloma? It's created. The, the, I, okay. the L is
0: not, it's not uh, yeah. soft. Great. So
1: Coloma. So the players do their actions and then a section of the board rotates. Okay. And it slightly changes the layout of the game. Um, when the rotating section hits the high noon, the round ends with a big bang and then there's a shootout against the outlaws. So you all have to commit your gunmen and like you play, you have to come together sort of it reminded me a bit of um like game of thrones when the white walkers come and you have to like come together or um
0: archipelago
1: archipelago yeah so you're all sort of competing but at, at the end of every round you need to share um to defeat these these gunmen um no to defeat the outlaws so whatever gunmen's if you lose, whatever gunmans you've, like, dedicated, you, you get rid of. Like, you lose them, they go to the graveyard. And if you win, you guys get rewarded. So if you want to screw over other people that really need their few gunmen, you can What's interesting contribute.
0: about this game is it used to be called Hangtown. And I had heard a lot of good things about Hangtown in terms of gameplay, but it was hideous. I mean, it, it just looked awful. And um, it just looked like someone was using crappy stock photos and a really basic understanding of Microsoft Word for the graphic design. (laughs) And um, so because of that, the game never got the reputation it deserved to get. So now he's reprinting it as Coloma. So this is actually a remake of the game um, Hangtown.
1: And it looks really nice. Yeah, it's
0: very bright and vibrant. Yeah,
1: it looks great. And um, it has this like desert feel to it. The colors are kind of beigey. Um So basically the game ends after the third shootout and the player with the most point wins. So you need to play efficiently and bend the rules to your advantage and try to convince other players to give up their gunmen. <laughs> and um, I just thought it was a nice competitive but also... Sort of, kind of co-op in some aspects of the game, and I just thought it would be fun to try.
2: Till now, I love both the themes of the games you picked. I mean, gold digging and uh, what was <laughs> and the origins of species. I mean, these are amazing geology
1: what... and zoology. <laughs>
2: What's your also? Yeah. Uh...
0: Please don't call my wife a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Uh, my number one, following last week's review of Escape Tales, The Awakening, this week I'm going to talk about Escape Tales, Low Memory. Woohoo! Yeah! Yeah! (laughs) I'm so excited about these. (laughs) Thank you, Ipa. Thanks for the excitement. Me too. Okay. So, the designer is Jacob Caban and Bartosz Idzikowski.
0: It's the same designers.
1: Yes, yeah, same designers. <laughs> Let's just go with that, and the publisher is bored and Dice. Um, same publisher. By Basically, the way, the, these designers
2: yes. are designing escape rooms, not board rooms. <laughs> Guys, seriously, they have escape rooms in Poland.
0: Okay, all right. If you say so.
1: So, Low Memory is the next title in the Escape Tales product line. What I did notice was. The Awakening has its playtime as three to six hours, and Low Memory has a playtime at six to nine hours. So I really wouldn't suggest playing it in one playthrough.
2: They never did for the first one either.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, it's the same as The Awakening. It's a story-driven escape room in a card game, sort of, and there's no time limit. You just solve puzzles and try to escape the room. (laughs) Um, and And there's a story. So every choice you make throughout the story affects the ending or like the next revelations that appear. So apparently it's a standalone story. You can enjoy it regardless of having played The Awakening. And the story is based in 2060. 2060. Wow,
0: Ipoh will be 180 (laughs) years old. (laughs)
1: Wow. So Elizabeth and her family are going on a trip and she has to work a bit late. Next thing she knows, she wakes up in her home sofa and the apartment is trashed (laughs) as if someone had broken in, but she has no memory of it.
2: That's such an original
1: story. (laughs) <laughs> I know. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Ready? Elizabeth decides to use the memory scanner, which is a bit flaky, apparently. And so um, in this game, there are three stories from three different characters. Wait, so, right. you're- so
0: basically, you officially know the entire story. Dima's read that. That's all the story that's in the game. <laughs> Instead of going on a magical adventure through a spell book this time, you're going through a memory scanner. <laughs>
2: And, makes sense
1: and, <laughs> and apparently there are three stories and the, you'll be playing three different characters
0: oh wow so we're not all a guy named sam no,
1: this <laughs> time we're gonna be no different people and apparently every different person interacts with the room differently so i don't know if by differently they we they mean like illogically because <laughs> that's how it was last time but um i'm super excited Yes, and uh, me too, me if you too. want to know how how much I like the Escape Tales like family of games, you can listen to episode sixteen.
2: Thank you, Dima, very much for the for this top three. Let's go to Byron. Byron, uh, tell us your top three anticipated games.
3: So mine are a little bit weird because I based them on games that had no no rating and not much pictures to go on which is kind of what you'd expect when you go to a convention. You don't know much about the games that you're going to see. So my number three is Myco. It is a memory game for two to four players, age nine and up. It's basically, set, it looks like a bit like set collection, and you're going to have to try and find items and compete with other players. So it's very simple, very light. Um, but it's set in Japan, so it should be pretty beautiful. Oh,
2: so the Japan is the the reason you picked
3: it? Pretty much. <laughs> Also, I also like the name Maiko. It just sounds nice.
0: Those are some high standards you have there, Byron.
3: <laughs> My number two is also based on box art. In Japan. It's called Skytopia in the Circle of Time. It looks so pretty. It looks so pretty. It looks really pretty. It sounds like a pretty standard engine-building Euro game. There's not much more I can really say on that. When you read the description for the game, it says, "In In this game, time matters. You can perform the construction of the building quickly, but then you have to pay more resources. So, there's a clock that can determine the cost of building. So, maybe there's some interesting mechanics that could be coming out. I'd like to see more photos from them. Yeah. And I'd definitely like to see a, a proper game through review of it.
1: I can't you see, even find When, a you, look at, of the when board. you look at the
0: art, it seems like it's going to be a light game. But the designer also did Smartphone Inc., which was a nice uh, economic game. So and it had some substance to it, so mm. it what makes is the name me hope of the game again. Skytopia. So it, it makes cool. it makes me hopeful that this game, even though it looks really pretty, also has um, you know some substance and some meat to it. Because if it does, like those two things together are you know huge for me. So no, exactly.
3: And if we can hit that sweet spot of rules complexity and euro building could be quite a quite an investment
0: yeah we'll see let's see what it looks let's see how it is that's definitely one to look forward to nice choice
3: and the last one on my list is so you've been eaten oh that one looks cool <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is my number one it's it's published by Ludi Creations, designer scott alms of the tiny epic kingdoms
0: and the, the i think the arts tiny- uh Quan chai and i really like Quan chai as well.
3: yeah Quan chai maria what I found interesting about the game is that it's a game for zero to two players. <laughs> so you can have the AI versus the AI, and you just have to play out their actions for them. That's true.
1: Just watch the game.
0: You could just sit there literally and watch the game unfold. I think I think the idea of the game is like you're you're inside an animal or some sort. You're like you're inside the beast of some leviathan.
3: Yeah. yeah so basically and so you've been eaten the miner and the beast will face off against one this is directly from bgg the miner earns points by collecting crystals and the beast earns points by developing immune responses and by its bacteria attacking the miner (laughs) so the miner doesn't realize he's inside the beast and the beast is trying to digest exactly
2: yeah that is amazing. super
0: cool i think i think it's cool that you can play it solo you can play i think there's different modes i think there's co-op and competitive or something and there's ways to play and let the ai play yeah. the other so it's nice that they're doing something different and it's very bold of any company to go for a game with such a low player count um you know a lot of people will be scared off by a zero to two player count you know a lot of people wouldn't buy a game just because they can't play it with their group of four or whatever so it's nice that this company went forward and invested in good art and uh yeah uh, I mean hats off to them I'd really love to try it it's been on my list of like things I want to see in action you know what I mean like it's so strange a concept that yeah. I really want to see how it works you know
2: so looks pretty cool yeah I have uh I have read the blog of the designer showing how they developed the game it looks very interesting yeah, okay, By- that is- Byron, that was yeah. that was amazing. But I want to hear uh, some more uh, heavy games in this top three. So let's go to <laughs> let's go to Elias. I'm sorry, I
0: am offended that you think I'm one dimensional. Uh, <laughs> that being said, my list is three heavy games. Oh,
3: uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm so happy now.
0: Number three is Pax Transhumanity. What? Yeah. Yeah, you thought it'd be my number one, huh? <laughs> Um, okay PAX Transhumanity is in the Sierra Madre PAX system so PAX uh, Porphyriana PAX Renaissance PAX Premier PAX Emancipation of which I have all of these games
2: what's the common thing between them
0: PAX means peace in Latin
2: yeah so so the common thing is peace oh
0: no the (laughs) (laughs) the common thing is the market system
2: oh really so oh so you buy the cards
0: yeah, and they're all basic tableau building games, etc. But, for example, in Pax Perferiana, there's a lot more straw man actions, versus in Pax Premier, there's a lot more to do with the map, and actual, like, control of different areas. And Pax um, Emancipation is a co-op. So, it's like, it depends, they change the system, but at its core, you if you can figure out one, you can kind of figure out the others. Um, except Pax Renaissance, I still don't know how to play that. <laughs> oh, no i'm working on it ipo i'm working on it pax transhumanity um is designed by i, I believe matt eckland which who is the son of phil eckland who is the founder of uh, sierra madre games now i think this is the first one where matt eckland designs by himself usually he designs in collaboration with his father um it looks pretty it looks great it's a pax game it's going to be fantastic my reason for putting a number 3 instead of number 1 as some people would expect is because I'm I'm not as interested in the theme of future utopia. I mean, the theme is basically saying what if all these people who say the world's going to fall apart, well, they're probably wrong. More likely, you know, free market is going to lead to um all these things where science and technologists uh, expand the human condition into culture and science. And I don't know what, and that sounds great. It's most, I mean, it's probably bullshit. So just because <laughs> of that, it, it engages me a little bit less. I like engaging with, you know, Pax Porfiriana because of the messiness of the political spectrum and mm-hmm. the, uh, w- the people that were trying to take the place of Porfirio Diaz? I like mm-hmm. Pax emancipation because it's fighting against slavery pax premier because it's british russian control in afghanistan like it's real things you know so you find enjoyment in darkness and no i find en- I find enjoyment <laughs> in reality and i feel like pax transhumanity is a utopian dream he, um i mean it's it's kind of Obsessed with the idea of the free market and that rich people are going to take care of the rest of us. But uh, whatever. I'm not here to comment on his politics. But at the end of the day... Shout um, out to Elon Musk! <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm very excited to play it. Not as excited as the theme as all the other historical themes. So it's my number 3 Pax Trends Humanity. My number two is Roman Roll, which oh, is... Yeah. Designed by Nick Shaw and David Turchi. Um, David Turchi, who has done a lot of other designs, including uh, Kitchen uh, Kitchen Rush, the new one. Um, uh, He did Anachrony. And Kitchen Rush. Cerebria. He did Kitchen Rush. He did Rush MD. So, uh, you know, I like everything I've played of his so far. It's published by PSC Games. Now, here's the interesting thing. Roll and rights in general have tended to be light games. My favorites are Guns and Clever, Welcome To, St. Malo. They tend to be quite light games. These guys are under the impression of, well, what if it wasn't? What if it was a legitimate Euro? Mm-hmm. And then we kind of made it cheaper because it was rolling right. And I think that's super cool. So it's nice that it'll be a smaller box. It looks cool. The theme is very similar to Trajan. So you're after the fire in Rome, you're rebuilding Rome, Whoever rebuilds it the best is the bestest Roman. So that's that's kind of the theme, but that's what you're doing. And um, I just I'm really excited about the idea. I've always liked the feeling of rolling dice and then writing on a sheet. So um, the fact that I can do that and actually make proper big decisions is a big deal for me. So it's it's on Kickstarter right now. When you hear this, so um, yeah.
2: I've heard it's a heavy roll and write. How cool is that?
0: It's literally what I've been talking about for the past three minutes. What? Literally
2: yeah. what I've been
1: talking
2: Egypt. about. I did... <laughs> okay, so... I'm excited. Okay.
1: I... <laughs> just, I, lost just you. That out.
2: I lost you in the first minute, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, as Epo
0: so so wonderfully pointed out, it's a heavy roll and write. And that, of course, engages me with it. So, um, when I just look at the different like ability sheets, so you can pick different sheets which give you different um, uh, powers and actions in the game. They're so detailed and there's so much stuff that I just get excited. So, Roman Roll, check it out. It's on Kickstarter right now, actually. And my number one is not a game, it is an expansion. I'm not the biggest fan Aww. of expansions in general. Me either. Um, because I don't like learning new rules for games that I've wrapped my head around finally. But this one does not require any new rules. Through the Ages, New Leaders and Wonders. I have played through the ages Aww. well over 20, 25 times. And I need some more stuff in it, <laughs> basically. I Really? Yeah, and this game, I feel like, gives you um, new, new strategies, because having new leaders and new wonders gives you completely different strategies that you can follow, because leaders and wonders really impact the way you play the game. So it would give you a lot of new strategies, and I believe there's a ton of them in the pack. it give you a lot of new strategies without changing much in the way of rules. So you could literally just add them in, or I don't know how you shuffle or whatever it is, but at least you don't have to read a whole rule book. You just playing with new people and like okay now with this game instead of einstein i don't know who i have cleopatra and and how does that impact the way that my game plays
1: yeah it just adds more strategy options and yeah more variety strategies.
0: also i feel like there's a lot of yeah. people that we play with that have kind of figured out this is how i play the game and it's an unbeatable strategy at least one person that i know of who we can't beat um ipo's brother-in-law so He's just figured <laughs> it out. So if you throw some variety in there... Shout out, cha- shout out to
2: Patsatsufis. <laughs> shout out. At least I'll
0: have a chance while he's figuring out how to break this new expansion too. So that's my number one. Through the Ages, New Leaders and Wonders.
2: Nice. Nice. So it was, uh, yeah, as, as as expected, it was three heavy games. Uh, what, <laughs> what I was not expecting is that uh, you've stolen my intro because I was gonna say, guys, my number three—you uh, all know my distaste about expansions—but <laughs> <laughs> but, but my number three is Robinson Crusoe expansion, Mystery oh. Tales, because Ooh. I feel
1: Interesting.
2: I, I feel that Robinson Crusoe is a great game, and at some point mm. you're gonna play all these ten scenarios, and you're gonna need at some point this. Uh, new scenarios to play so this is not really an expansion it's uh, new scenarios yeah, yeah. but you, you're
0: but, not forgetting this is, this is like the third expansion
2: and yeah but the good thing is there is a campaign now there
0: woohoo <laughs> not a good thing <laughs>
2: There's nothing good about that the, this campaign is designed by Ignacio himself and Joanna Kizanka who uh, designed also some expansion for uh, Imperial Settlers and uh, together with the campaign, uh, it's coming with a set of rules and components that can be played with the base game plus two standalone scenarios. So I think it's pretty wow. cool for uh, for Robinson Crusoe lovers. Okay, not for Elias.
0: <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I like I like Robinson Crusoe. Secondly. Um... I'm just looking here and there's so many expansions of Robinson Crusoe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he said, Robinson Crusoe lovers, not people that <laughs> like it. <laughs> I, just,
0: I don't know. Yeah, fine. If you have played it a thousand times and want to play it a, another ten times, go for true. it. I Apparently,
1: Ippo's an enthusiast. I didn't even know people <laughs> liked
0: Robinson Crusoe. <laughs> I had, He's a lover.
2: I had a great time playing it uh, with Lena, two players. I don't know if you did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so, my right.
2: na- guys, that was my number three, Robinson Crusoe uh, Mystery Tales. My number two is uh, On Mars, a new game uh, from uh, Vital Lacerda, which is our favorite guy. Close that, to being a new game. That uh, what, what do you mean? It shouldn't be there?
0: I mean, it's, a- it's already in the hands of Kickstarter backers.
2: <laughs> oh yes oh no yeah. is it
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah we spoke about it in like episode. yeah we talked so about on. it in our origins anticipation list
2: I know that but still I haven't <laughs> played it and I'm really excited to see it <laughs> there or anywhere <laughs> anywhere uh, so I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on Mars it's uh, I think in general ter-
0: we shouldn't spend a lot of time on your list <laughs> uh, based on what I mean <laughs> uh, I hope
2: it's a heavy terraforming Mars that uh, I traded away, uh, uh, and the theme is amazing. So I hope it's gonna be fine for everybody. And my number one is High Frontier for all. Phil Ekman. Oh
0: really? Yes. Okay.
2: All right. Uh, now,
0: now we're getting somewhere.
2: <laughs> Sierra oh, Madre oh, game. Okay. Uh, actually, the site says it's uh, the game is gonna be out in 2020. So I guess it's gonna be a demo there in Essen. And this turns, actually the High Frontier game the original High Frontier, into a game system open for additions and modules. So it's going to be great, I guess. It, it's Phil Eklund, it's uh, Sierra Madre, uh, it ticks all boxes. And also, with this game, we can pass to the next discussion point.
0: That's that... what I wanted to talk to you about.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so...
0: So would you like to introduce people to the controversy surrounding this game?
1: Yeah. Drama.
2: Drama. Okay. So at some point, I saw on Twitter a tweet saying that uh, you should never do that. Oh, okay. I don't really remember it, so I think Elias is the best person to... All right. It was a tweet. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Eva. Thanks for
0: that. It was a tweet from Ian O'Toole and who is a fantastic designer. Actually, the artist of On Mars. So another connection right there yeah. Could say follow. He, said, he said the best advice I can give to any creative person is to never take part in this kind of nonsense yeah and what he tagged was a uh, forum uh, discussion about high Frontier for all apparently the new publisher of high Frontier, which is ion game design, this uh, basically posted a thing saying, you guys can p- submit your art for the game, for the cover and whoever wins will get a copy of the game.
1: Um, well, they'll get a hundred bucks. Oh, something like that. Yeah. yeah. It, w- it was something small. Mm-hmm. It was like a hundred yeah.
0: bucks and you know, you get to build your portfolio. Now, the reason that this is an issue is because basically, um, are you looking for amateur level art? Cause if you are, then you can do this with amateurs. But if you're looking for something worth publishing, worth showing, you're basically trying to co-opt the work of people who do this for a living at a cheaper price on the on the whole concept of it being a competition. But essentially, you're paying $100 for something that should cost thousands.
1: But some people were arguing that that wasn't the point, that board gamers had raised concerns that the art didn't make it wasn't related to the game it it didn't make any sense it didn't represent our solar system and there were many things that were illogical and um so they were saying that like that they were reaching out to the board game community to appease the concerns that were raised about the art you know what i mean yeah and there's ways to do that yeah
0: saying saying oh, here's a competition for a 100 bucks. come up with a new cover, is not the way to do that. Pay your damn artist, right? Like, you are going to be making money off of this. This is probably going to go on Kickstarter. This is probably going to make you make hundreds of thousands of of dollars, if not tens of thousands of dollars. Whatever your markup is on that game, you're going to make some money. So pay your damn artist. Include that in the cost of the game. But don't try to fucking get an artist on the cheap by disguising it as a competition and a way to pad up your resume and then say, oh, I'm doing it because you guys wanted us to do it. I completely disagree that, like, for example, there's a hilarious one. Some guy just made a painting in Microsoft Paint, clearly, and wrote in Comic Sans, (laughs) High Frontier for All. And then he landed a really, a ship that kind of looks like a dildo on a circular planet. And he wrote on it, the HMS exposure. Because that's what they're offering people. If you win, you'll get exposure. And it's like, really, that's what you're trying to do? It's like trying to pay a plumber. Let's say a plumber comes, fixes your house. And you offer the plumber. The guy says, okay, it's going to cost you 500 bucks. You say, all right, I'll give you 10 bucks and a shout out on my Instagram page. Like, no, the guy's trying to make a living and artists are trying to make a living. And it's hard enough as it is not that I am one, but it's hard enough as it is for, for someone to be, I don't know. I, I, to me, it really upset me.
2: Guys, there is some experience with architectural competitions, okay, where there is an award, but in the end, you're going to pay the guy that you're going to get his higher. job. Higher. Higher, exactly. Mm-hmm. Even more money. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I mean, at least pay the same that you're going to spend in a professional, uh, to a professional uh, illustrator. So, that's yes, right. I think I think everybody's uh, in Ian O'Toole's uh, side on this one. But at the same time, I'm going to say that uh, the guys from, uh, was it from Sierra Madre, I think?
0: No, it's uh, Ion something games.
2: They were trying to justify their uh, uh, decision by saying that uh, they were trying to make a, a, a fuzz from the board game community and the people that are there and maybe in the end they're gonna they were going to hire to hire a professional illustrator anyways and in the end of course they saw that this was going nowhere and uh, uh they canceled the competition yeah
0: yeah we should okay. say the council was uh, they did see that people were not okay with this and they did cancel it and i hope they pay a good illustrator and get a get a nice cover done. Because really, like, when it comes to Phil Eklund games, the games are so solid, um, and High Frontier is so well-regarded. Mm-hmm. So it's just a shame to be, you know, mm. tied up in this bullshit. So th- th- that's not to say don't buy this game. Definitely buy the game based on the merits of the game. And kudos to the publisher for eventually realizing, no, we should cancel this, and we should say this is not the way to go. But I mean, I guess it's a mistake if you don't see the right perspective, but I totally understand Ian O'Toole's perspective on this as well. So that was a pretty
3: pretty good list of games that we've got so far. Other games that we can talk about for hours that we're not is games such as Maracaibo by Alexander Fuster. It's a Wonderful World, Cooper Island, 1941 Race to Moscow, Western Empire's New Mega Civ, Europa Universalis, freedom, and expansions to Food Chain madness the Anachrony, Trickerion, This War of Mine, Treasure Island, welcome to you. Essen pact
0: this year. Yeah, it's looking I, like a great convention.
2: Yeah. Guys, I, I just wanted to say something. Uh, the, there is one expansion to Trickerion, the Delgards Academy. That is and an the,
0: expansion to the
2: expansion? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how cool is that? I mean, there is an I expansion for the expansion.
0: <laughs> I love that idea. <laughs> yeah well de- the expansions are cool we definitely like i remember we tried to get in on the expansion for Fuchain chain magnate last essen but we never got the chance so i'm glad to see that it's in its more final form also one byron that you missed was uh, babylonia which is a new oh, your... game and it looks oh, good it looks him? like the old like tigris and euphrates and samurai so i'm excited to try that one for sure um yeah cooper island i love you know La Granja and all the other publishers there's some good stuff western empires though about that um it's it's the same guys who did mega civilization but it's only the western half of the map people it's not the entire map and it's so, still
2: seven hour game
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh shut up, up and sit down recently talked about it on their podcast they played a nine-player game and it took like a lot longer than seven hours <laughs>
2: Seven hours out in the box. So imagine that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, it looks yeah, great. Yeah, the
3: playing time, 360 yeah. to 780 minutes playing time.
0: I feel like that's very optimistic.
2: So if you are a multimillionaire and uh, you're you're not doing anything at all, you can play this Western uh, civilization. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you're going to need eight more multi-millionaires in the same situation as you. <laughs> all
0: right, guys. Thanks so much. We hope you enjoy that. If you're going to Essen, check out these games if um if you're already at essen because this is coming out just a couple days before let us know what you guys thought of these games that we talked about because we'd love to hear how they were let us know on twitter at, uh, t- at TT Sessions qa and um uh, let us know what you're anticipating at essen and what you loved at essen once you're there so um guys you know what time it is right
1: what time is it it's time for the game show of the week baby
0: Jesus That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so now that Ipoh's back, Byron did not uh,
3: participate. <laughs> no, anyway, anyway. I, I was there in spirit.
0: <laughs>
1: Welcome to Endangerment. This game is in no way related to Jeopardy. Basically, it's Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> So each contestant gets to choose three questions. I'm going to give you the answer and you have to guess the question. You get the points listed under every category. So there are four categories. Games, news, awards, and publishers slash designers. And then you can choose up to 100, 200, or 300 points under each category. Who would like to go first? You're going to go... One choice each,, okay, yeah, sure. and then- I'll go first. ok. So Elias, go
0: Games for three hundred.
1: Damn, Okay. so Elias is starting big. You have been assigned to lead an ancient monastery and it's brewery. Now it's your time to brew the best beer ever until under God's blue sky. the The fine art of brewing beer demands your best timing. In order to get the best results of your production, you have to provide your cloister's garden with fertile resources and the number of monks helping with the harvest.
0: When can I answer? Anytime. Oh, what? what is having a nail?
1: Woohoo! <laughs> Good yep. job. So 300 points for Elias. That's
0: right, bitches. I'm coming back today. I'm coming <laughs> back.
1: <laughs> Who's up, Ipo or Byron?
2: I can go.
3: I'll let Ippo.
2: Okay, Ippo. Go for it. Your choice. Okay, I want the uh, 200 uh, games.
1: This is a middleweight, Viking-themed worker placement game with dice rolling in which players are leaders of Viking clans who have traveled to an embattled Viking harbor town to help defend it against the threat of trolls, draugr, and other mythological Norse beasts. By defeating what? these epic creatures, players gain glory and the favor of the gods. I know it. When the game ends, the I player who has the, who has what? earned the most glory earns the title of jarl. 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 <laughs> uh,
2: what is uh, Tads? Uh, what's the name of this? Uh, uh, the two-player game. The Tads uh, Mahal. No, Tad's, uh, Tad's what's touch? What is that? Tascalar. <laughs> no. What is Tascalar? What is, no. what is Clans of Caledonia? <laughs> <laughs> no. What, what the is fuck? <laughs> Fist for Odin? All right, stop, stop. Can, okay. I, can I guess?
1: No, wait, wait, Byron, you want to try and guess? It's no
3: points, right? No, no, no. What is Champions of Midgard? Yeah.
1: Okay. Never played so that Ipoh, game. Zero. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Byron, you're up.
3: I'm going to take news 300. My man.
1: Okay, so this is a standalone version of a very popular game designed by Isaac Childress. And at the Shooks convention that took place October 4th till October 6th this year in Vancouver, the designer announced that more is coming. The U.S. retail chain Target will be the seller of this new standalone version of this game that has 24 new scenario campaigns.
0: I could help you, but uh, I won't. What is Food Chain Magnet? No.
1: What is Alias, Gloom,
2: Gloom City?
3: No. Close,
1: close. What Alias? is
0: Gloom Haven? And the expansion name is... Uh, it's subtitle. subtitle. They yeah. haven't come up with the expansion name yet.
1: Yeah, so apparently the, the expansion, they're going to be selling it at Target. Like it's going to be like a... Target has been more... doing some good shit. They've yeah. They've been
0: getting a lot of Target uh, exclusives. and it, But that was a good question. They haven't yet come up with the subtitle. I think that's why it's called Gloomhaven Subtitle. Okay. I, I really don't think the final name is Gloomhaven Subtitle.
1: It's weird because on the box, like it the image subtitle, of the box, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Elias, you're up.
0: All right, what 300s are left?
1: Um... Awards and publishers/slash designers.
0: 300 for publishers and designers.
1: Okay. Uwe Rosenberg's most recent designed game,
0: 2018. 2018. <laughs> what was the game? It was about farming, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> farming, but in like a greenhouse. Uh, Reichhalt? Yeah. Yes! What? I'm a...
1: what? I don't What? I confused myself because I wrote who is Reichelt so then no. I was like what, what is Reichelt?
3: Oh, he didn't say what
2: is. You shouldn't get any
3: points. Oh, Go fuck your dick, Byron. Go fuck your
2: dick. I was ready to quit but after this uh, comment from Byron yeah, I, can, <laughs> I
1: Okay. Who's up next? Ipo.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh P- Publisher's 200.
1: Okay. The designer of Mansions of Magnus, second edition, 2016. He's also the designer of Arkham Horror. Fantasy Flight Games?
2: That's not the designer. <laughs> oh, the designer. Sorry, the, uh, the designer. Uh, the designer is a guy that is desi- <laughs> designing <laughs> games.
1: I... He also designed Arkham Horror. Yeah, I think he also designed uh, the third edition of Mansions of Madness. Uh,
2: uh, I think you're he...
0: mistaken, Dima.
2: Really? Yeah.
0: Because the original designer of Arkham Horror is not the same as the one who designed the third edition. Of- oh, she confused you're talking me. About yeah. The revised edition of Arkham yeah. Horror. <laughs> she confused me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah,
3: they so completely Either no, way,
1: no. I'm talking about the designer of Mansions of Madness no, Second no. Edition. Okay, I, that's no, fine.
0: I designer like of Mansions have... of Madness Second Edition is a very fair question.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. But you uh, should know that. I, I, I okay.
1: Don't. So, so does anyone want to answer?
0: I mean, I can, but it's kind of fucked up. But, I'm answering
1: everything. Okay. So I'll answer. No. Who is Nikki Valance <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Nick, She, Nikki Valens, is uh, an excellent designer, but she's moved on from Fantasy Flight now. But just oh. by the way, Dima, the original designer of Arkham Horror is Richard Lanius, not yeah. Nikki Valens. Nikki Valens did Eldritch Horror okay. with Corey Kanitska, okay. and she did the
2: revised edition of Arkham Horror. Yes, Dima, everybody okay. knows that. <laughs> yeah, come on, Dima. <laughs> You
1: see this? I was doing it based on memory. <laughs> okay, guys, I just remember seeing Arkham Horror. Okay, so who? Byron.
3: I'm gonna take games for 100, so I can beat the play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in this game, you lead a group of one merchant and four assistants through 16 locations in the bazaar. At each location, you leave an assistant behind to handle, like, paying to increase your wheelbarrow oh, capacity. One filling your wheelbarrow with goods. Yes! Good job. So, Byron so far you're going second place. <laughs> That's okay. what I should be. So, should we do the last round? Yeah. Elias
0: Um what what 300s are left and what 200s are left?
1: So, 300 you have awards left and then 200s you have everything except games left.
0: Can anyone catch me? no wait no he just did 200 publishers and designers
1: oh sorry yeah (laughs) okay
0: so no one can catch me so I might as well go for 300 awards
1: okay so this game won a golden geek award for the best two player game of 2018
0: you fucker (laughs) 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 okay let me think it's
1: supposed to be the hardest one (laughs)
0: Two player game because the
1: 2019 awards aren't all out yet, so I just yeah, they're not out
0: at all. The Golden Geek Award for the best two player game of 2018.
2: That's very interesting. Uh, I I I I want to say,
3: I I think I know it.
0: Well, I know Hannibal and Hamilcar won the best war game, but I'm pretty sure it didn't win the best. I'm going to say Keyforge.
1: Really? really? Yeah. Right. Wow. Well done. Yeah. yeah, that
0: was my <laughs> guess. Oh, oh, my. Literally spending six hours a day at work on BGG hasn't gone to waste.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ipo,
2: you're up. Uh, I would like a 100. Uh, no, I wanted 200 news. If, <laughs> yeah, you better, if question. you want a
1: chance of beating Byron. Okay, so which no, one? No, he's got
2: to get the 200 news.
1: News. Okay before the end of 2019 this new version of Codenames will be released the latest iteration of Vlada Shvatel's fantastic party game as with earlier (laughs) Codename titles from the OP such as Codenames Marvel this version will feature field agent cards that have a word or name printed on one side and a matching image on the other side
2: what? (laughs) (laughs) What is a... Uh, it's
1: a themed version of Codenames, like Marvel.
2: What is Codenames Vietnam? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's it's Simpsons. You know, Simpsons at least the jokes are back. The jokes are back. The <laughs> Simpsons, huh? Yeah, the Simpsons. I would not
0: have guessed that. That's tough.
1: Yeah. Okay, Bye. so Byron, you can go for awards, 100, 200, or news and publishers, designers Meepo, for 100. You've already beaten I feel the need to tell
0: you.
3: <laughs> So I'm gonna I'll go for News One Hundred just so I can have some dignity. Okay,
1: (laughs) this is the new hotness on Kickstarter. Reached four hundred thousand of the forty thousand pledge goal. Lucky Duck Games, publishers of Chronicles of Crime, is back with a new story-driven and app-driven game. It's a competitive. Narrative, and app-augmented board game of exploration and intrigue.
0: This should clarify who does the actual research for the news.
1: The game (laughs) takes place in the dark fantasy universe. You do it, Byron. Wait, 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 you got this. The game takes place in the dark fantasy universe of Joan of Arc and is already funded at 1,100%.
0: Bro, stop Googling it. I see you. You're on camera. (laughs) I'm not Googling.
3: I'm playing with a thing.
2: (laughs) I what
0: don't do you think? think? Is it a fantasy universe with Joan of Arc? <laughs> no. What is the Crusade? The yeah. old, the first edition of this game was a Joan of Arc miniatures game, oh. and I think um, that um, they uh, for this edition you can use the stuff from Joan of Arc in this version of the game as well. But it's super cool because well, I think the idea is the computer takes the place of an actual DM, like dungeon master. So you can literally play as if you're playing an, R- an RPG, but the computer is doing all that for you. That's what they claim. If that's true, that's a bold statement. Oh, is it uh, Time of Legends, Destinies? Is that it?
1: Yep. Okay, cool. Ding, ding, uh, well, ding. I would have been ding, fucked ding. up if I was I talking about the wrong that. things. Okay, so Elias, first place with 900 points. <laughs> Byron, second place with 100 points. You did it, and bro! Ipo, last place with zero points. <laughs> and that was Endangerment thanks for joining us for the game show of the week listen guys
0: I didn't pick these people for their knowledge of board games news are not coming in Greece guys I picked them for their for their phenomenal personalities (laughs) All right. so you appreciate what you have with these fantastic parts and I don't want to see any comments about how can these people be hosting a board game podcast and know nothing about board (laughs) games (laughs) <laughs> Do you get those kind of comments?
3: I, 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 it's okay. Now my self esteem is sick,
2: <laughs> Knowledge is overappreciated.
0: All right, folks. So I know it's been a weird episode. So that brings us to the end of this tabletop session. Thank you Aww. so much for listening. Please check out our very active Instagram account at Tabletop Sessions. You can reach us through Twitter at TT Sessions QA or Join the conversation over at at our Board Game Geek Guild. And you can find the links to all of these in the episode description. Please take the time to rate us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or rate us through your Android Podcast app of choice. That helps us so much to get noticed and to push the podcast. Short of actually helping and donating to the podcast, that is literally the best thing that you can do for us. So if you're an avid listener, just taking the five minutes it takes to get on iTunes and rate us will really make a world of difference. We'll be back in three weeks. And until then, to quote one of my favorite writers, God damn it, you've got to be kind. And we're so happy that Hippocrates is back. Say bye, guys.
1: Bye, guys.
3: Bye, guys. Bye, guys.
0: Byron, clearly, when I said to people that know nothing about board games, I wasn't talking about you because you got 100 points. Yeah, I was dabble talking about someone else who didn't get a hundred
2: points. Table top top.
0: All of this will be in the podcast.
2: Table table top. Table table top. Table table top. Table top top. Table top table top. Table top top. Table table top. Table table top. Table table top. Session. <chirping>
0: Barn, clearly, uh, oh, fire alarm. Barn, clearly, I wasn't talking about you.
2: Oh, fire alarm. <laughs> Do you need to evacuate? Because if you're on fire, this episode will be legendary. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, i able to such recording the video, that's all.
2: <laughs> it's going to be viral.
1: I love how neither of us got up from our seat.
0: Okay, all right. Go ahead, Dima.
1: Um, uh, I concluded the game already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, folks, the fire alarm went off. No one of import is on fire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good news. We're all here. That we know about.